I mean the one with the mullet. Oh, I have a mullet. Can we get that with the fan blowing on the face? We're going to leave you with the mullet comment. everybody hey if i don't where's your mullet i don't have it up i have to find it oh, oh man everybody has to bring their mullet oh here we'll go daydreaming while you while you bring us in oh hey charles how are you a little background oh that's lovely you like that yeah hey so thanks for finding the geek spot everybody she's uh slowly joining in great uh. to see you all as always Dylan Charles, what's up, guys? But uh, yeah. So I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Had a lot of content. You know, not as much bulk content drop as we've had the last few weeks, but but a lot of uh, a lot of different content. Yeah. Dropped this last week. So uh, so what were you up to, Frank? I've had what could only be described as the worst seven days that I can actually remember. Like at all. I've had That's impressive. such a bad seven days. I'll break it down for you real fast. The uh, water line running from the fridge down to the water to give us, you know, cold water and ice cubes. Sort of fancy like that, right? Yeah. There was a pinhole in that for about two weeks that I just noticed the other day. Um, got to get a new suit because that was hanging in the basement where the water was spraying out. We didn't oh. notice because it was, yeah. So there was a whole lot of stuff down there. Um, got that fixed. Uh, the dryer went. Yeah. Got a new dryer, 75 bucks. Somebody up in Trevos. Um, real nice, real nice guy. Um, got home, got that all hooked up. Forgot to turn the gas back on. So two loads of towels didn't dry for couple hours because i forgot to turn the gas back on um then i went upstairs to the sink this is all in the span of three or four days went upstairs to the sink um went to throw uh some stuff down the garbage disposal flipped the switch and got nothing so the garbage disposal is broken now and as i complained to a friend of mine uh he said welcome to owning a house it's fair no uh, I feel like it's that that or the gremlins that I planted there. Yeah. It could be those two. Is it is it to try and herd me back to the TV to watch stuff because I'm too busy cl- fixing stuff to actually watch stuff now? I, look, it's probably a ploy from Warner Brothers Discovery to make you not uh, think about all the stuff that they keep pulling. That's good. That's good. It's probably they're probably doing it everywhere. They're saying let's make people too busy to to notice what what we're. That they can't watch OKKO anymore. Look at this over here. We're going to do this over here. Exactly. So, Charles, oh, Creature (sighs) Feature Weekend in Gettysburg. Nice. Okay. Dylan's got a. Ooh. Dylan's got uh, Salem Friday morning. I thought he was going to make a Star Trek joke when he said The Silver Scream Horror (laughs) Convention. Hopefully, Gary Busey's not there. Ooh. I don't know if he's allowed out of the state of New Jersey right now, though. I think Gary Busey's got some issues 
that he needs to apparently he's banned from that convention. Yeah. Which I that that works out. Uh, that's fair, wish... fairly not super late breaking news, but I think charges were official today. Were they? That. Yeah. I didn't look for that. I yeah, stopped looking um, up charges on actors when when Warner Brothers said, you know what? We're sticking with Ezra. They have done something uh, really good for themselves. Checking into rehab. It's a good thing. Sure it is. Sure uh, it is. They, uh, they, we'll, see, but, we'll see how they do in rehab. Apparently, uh, David Zaslav really, really, really likes Ezra in that role. And the movie is testing really, really well. I'll tell you what that tells me, that he likes Ezra in the role. <laughs> he that he has... has never read a comic book in his life. That's <laughs> uh, what that tells me. Yeah. Ezra is uh, not uh, close to any iteration of Barry Allen and not even really Wally West that we've no. ever had. No. No. <clears throat> um, um, ooh, pop that up there. Here, I got you. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it was just on the uh, on the nightly news right before we hopped on this, which is on uh, on ABC. It, it probably is. Esther Miller is probably sabotaging Frank's house for Thanks, Tom. the smack he keeps talking. Uh, oh. Yeah, so so the, the Busey thing I, I mentioned earlier was uh, Gary Busey was a, a little inappropriate or a lot inappropriate, depending on who he was talking to at uh, Monster Mania in Cherry Hill the other week. So a lot of people filed charges with the Cherry Hill police department against him yeah and uh you can look up all those details uh online somewhere be careful how you search for things yeah so uh so yeah i uh, i had a couple gigs so those were good and then uh went to imagine dragons last tuesday i saw that with uh macklemore opening oh shit i totally forgot go ahead and uh king's elliot which was awesome yeah how's uh, macklemore king's elliot was good She's very depressing. She's got a lot of drama in her life, oh, being like twenty she... years old. Oh, but it's, it's it's. She even says, "I'm going to depress you for the next half hour," and she 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 tried. <laughs> um, and then Macklemore was probably one of the top like five or six acts I've ever seen. Just no fooling, really. Yeah, he's great, man. And Imagine Dragons was fantastic too. Overall, it's probably my top five concerts. Wow, that I've been to. Um, wow. And my kid, who's the whole reason I went, he liked mm-hmm. it. So that's a plus. Did um, he like it? He did. He did. Good. Good. Saw the uh, saw the Better Call Saul finale. I saw that was on. They landed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard it. I've rave reviews all over they, the place they, for it. They they showed all these other shows how you can get it done, and how you can put everybody right where they should be at the end and tie up all the loose ends and tie it right back into all the storyline you had. You got. You know, you had some Jesse Pinkman cameos in, in, towards the end there. You had some, um, oh, God, why can't I remember his name? Walter White. Walter White. Little, little, little Walter Cranston? White cameo at the end there. Okay. Um, you know, and you know what happens to everybody else because of the future. But, like, it ties up all the people you needed to know what where they went. Right, right. And, and how they ended up where they are. And then it also pulled to the future to tie up Saul's story going forward. It's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's so... It's over now, so you can start it in between Friday night and How I Met Your Mother. I am done How I Met Your Mother, and I hated the finale so much more than I remembered when I watched it. And that's all yeah, I got to say the about the first that. time. It was really – so I, I'll sum that up real fast and just say 
I I tapped out because it was nine seasons. So I tapped in and out of the show and I didn't watch it the whole whole nine seasons. So it was nice to catch episodes that I hadn't seen. Um, but I did watch the whole final season and it oh. was really weird that they decided to spend the final season all in that one place leading up to the wedding. And then, you know, you don't learn the mother's name until like two minutes before she dies. Like, right. and and it's like, she dies and they kind of gloss over it. And then it's how, sorry, bang the desk. Um, and then it's how I met your aunt Robin. So I don't know. Right. I was very unhappy with that. Um, I did forget one thing that I did this weekend, Saturday night. I went and attended a concert of the musical variety uh, at Parks, the casino, okay, in in the Excite Center, and I saw Blondie. It's a tight room, Excite Center. It's very not a not a big room. No, no, not... I just meant like the seats are very, you're very. Yeah, I didn't sit in the seat. I stood in the back and uh, with with Ange and, and Katie, and um, we stood there sipping our drinks. And every time a security guard would come over, we would we told them, "Oh, we're gonna go get another drink," and then we'd move a couple steps over and then stand there. Um, who who was there? Blondie. Blondie. All right. That's what I said. Didn't you hear me say that? I no. went to a, I went to the Blondie concert. I just heard you went um, to a concert. Oh no, I said Blondie. I'm sorry. Um, Debbie Harry is 77 years old and can still really she can really sing. Like musically, she was great. The band was super super tight. Um, it's the original drummer and her are the only two originals left. Yeah. From what I understand from the band. And he absolutely overfills his ass off in the breakdowns. Well, look, when, when you're one of the two highest paid people on stage, you get to do what you want. Right. Uh, and they had their keyboard player come out with a guitar. Well, yeah, as every good 70s, 80s yeah. rock, disco, pop, now, island band should. On the flip side of that, I knew four or five songs which he crammed all at the end, which was awesome for me. <laughs> and and um, the video was really, really bad in there. Like I sent you that picture. Yeah. And it wasn't, the video seemed off. Now when they, she did Heart of Glass, the video was sensational. Right. Um, the, the effects were really good. But again, you're in a casino. You're not really expecting a whole lot. Uh, it was sold out. So it was a good, it was a really good crowd. And I mean, I had fun. I, I went with, you know, but I didn't, I didn't sit in my seat because yeah, the seats were really like, they are very tiny and people yeah, in front and people in front of you like to stand up. Well, um, and I Katie, feel like it's, it's tilted forward you, as you go that they get higher, yeah. the farther in front of you they are. No, it, it went, it, it went, down. I know, but it feels that it way feel, when you're in the seats. So where we were sitting, there was a big post in the way of the one video screen. Yes. We were on the right side. Um, and Katie, when she finally went to her seat, um, the guy that in, was in front of her stood up was like seven feet tall. Like yes. literally she took a picture in front of him like, oh, my God. And he actually turned around. And he was like, I am so sorry, but I can't see sitting down. And she went, well, I can't see you when you stand up. And she That's laughed. A, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's great... happened to me every time I've been to that that theater. <sighs> I've been to three or four concerts there and every single time. And I'm not a short dude. No. Uh, but there's there's uh, much taller guys in front of me every time I go to a concert there. It and was, it's usually at that place, like all of the six foot six and high, taller guys all have uh, seats in the first five rows. Yep. We were in the back. Guys. We were yep. way in the back. And it was like I said, it was a good show. She really she she sounded great. She doesn't 
definitely doesn't move around stage a lot at 77. No, 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 she's not. At least she wasn't sitting down. Well, so uh, that's true. So while you were doing that, I was uh, I was watching the Night of a Thousand Cats and Calliope. What the hell's that? So that is the bonus 11th episode of Sandman. That oh, they dropped. that's what it's called. Okay. Based on a couple extra comics that they wrote. So uh, the cast of uh, the Night of a Thousand Cats, which was animated, which was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Oh, neat. So pulled away from live action and animated. Almost pitch perfect to the comic book that it was drawn, pulled from from the Sandman series. Um, also had basically the voice cast of Good Omens. Huh. Which is another Neil Gaiman book, but it had David Tennant and Michael Sheen both did voices in it, as well as uh, Georgia Tennant, David Tennant's wife. It's kind of neat. So bringing bringing all of Gaiman's people in to play, and Gaiman even had a role in that when he was the voice of the uh, Raven in Dreamworld. Okay, kind of cool. Uh, not a great story. It was fine. It was kind of filler. It was like, hey, we have extra money that they paid us to do this thing. Let's do this. <laughs> Okay. Um, and then the second one called Calliope was fantastic and was a great modernization of the original comic. It's written because I read through the comics this weekend. DC Infinite, Infinite dropped um, the rest of the Sandman books in there that at least all of this season one mm-hmm. stories were based off of. So they dropped like the first 20 issues of the Sandman series from the early 90s, late 80s. Um, so you got to see all of the different ones and how they pulled the rest of the storyline in, but the Calliope story, even casting Arthur Darville, who you know as uh, Rip Hunter. Oh, okay. In the role, was, he was great, but he even looks like the guy from the comic book that's thirty-five years old. It's crazy. Oh, nice. Like, you'd be like, oh my god, they cast this guy because he looks like the comic book. No, they cast him because he's Arthur Darville. So, uh, but great telling of the story. That one was another dark kind of pathing which is i think where this show will succeed if it lives on i don't know if you have that in our rundown later on which thing about sandman season two no i figured i'd leave anything sandman related to you um, um so it does it does it does pull in it it continues the Sandman's uh methods of modernizing and expanding on the storytelling to make it more inclusive as a whole Without hurting the story. Okay. And just everything that they do in these is completely natural. The way Neil Gaiman pulled it all in, being still involved, it's never forced in the show. You know, there there have been shows where to to change the source material, it feels forced when they do it. Not not a second of it in the Sandman uh, series, in my opinion. And um, so Neil Gaiman has said, I do not know if we're getting a season two. It has been the most watched show on Netflix for two straight weeks. Wow. They should get a season Worldwide. Two. Not just U.S., like worldwide. Right. So they should hopefully get one. However, he also says it is an insanely expensive show. <laughs> so we have to be number one for a lot longer than this for them to have the justification to make a season That sounds... Two. Yeah. Uh, My... So we'll see. You know, there, there's been some, some big, big numbers of debuts and things watched. And where we're at with CGI is... A whole nother world. They they didn't spend a lot of it on the first episode of Sandman, but they got better with it. Yeah, I hope that hope hope that works out for other shows too. So yeah, so that's a that was a, I think that was everything I watched and some of what I read and all those things this past week was a busy week. Um, I I 
so not only have you recommended the show and obviously the world is recommending the show by keeping it at number one and, and people in the chat have recommended the show and, and I'm getting it from all sides. A friend of mine on, on Facebook that never watches TV and, and doesn't really like pay attention to TV stuff made a post today about how amazingly awesome the show is. And, and a couple of other girls that she's friends with who also don't keep up with TV regularly also went, we watched this and it's been awesome. So I will transition. Um, hopefully this weekend I can start it. Um, and you know, got a busy week coming up to begin if with. not, I'm going to put this out there right now and, and put it in the world <laughs> that it's Frank's fault. If we don't get a season two of Sandy, I, I know I always say I'm putting stuff on a list and then I never, ever go and watch it. I promise you, I have a very, very busy week coming up. I will start it Saturday or Sunday for sure. Well, it's a long okay? time from now. It is. It's a lot of stuff a that can, can come happen. up between now and then. Lots of stuff can happen. Um, another show that just started filming, uh, season filming. four of The Boys is underway, and they've released the title of the first episode. Oh, what's that? The title of the first episode is Department of Dirty Tricks. It's not Zaslav's last stand. It's not Zaslav's last stand, but that would be, be awesome if they would be able to throw something like that. In. And something I feel like the Vought Twitter account will do at some point. Yeah, that would. I really, really think that would be great. So um, that is... And if, if any of you watching don't follow the Vought Twitter account, do yourself a favor. Yeah, because they love, especially now that they're filming again, uh, they love to comment on pop culture and anything in the comic book world that happens. Um, so they're they're filming. Um, bad news for you people out there waiting for the Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot um, that was supposed to happen back in 2018. It is now on pause indefinitely. Oh, so and they even had the girl cast for it. Yep. They had excess, right, from, uh, yep. uh, from the Flash was in line to be playing Buffy. Yep. So it is on pause, and uh, it, the, the, uh, the executive producer, Gail Berman, uh, said that uh, when something is on pause, that's basically industry speak for purgatory. So right now that's kind of uh, – Yeah, there, there's a lot of reasons. For, I mean, Josh Whedon is uh, still not Ooh. in a great spot. Uh, so I can see them not being able to do a whole lot with that. I don't know where the rights fell for that show. Yeah. He had to be involved or they had to pay him. And that ended up causing some, some issues with people Um, or how do you retell the story and and convert it, you know, and make it still matter. Yeah. Today's market with all these other shows that are doing things based off where that, you know, led the genre. That's a little, that's a little rough. Um, and HBO Max cut 32, 36 more movies and TV shows. 36 titles in, in total they cut. A lot of animation. Um, if you want, I have a list of them. I mean, 36 is a long, long list to read through. Yeah, just read a couple that we might know. Um, so I know there's a lot that I never heard of that were on there. So on under the originals umbrella, uh, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, didn't even know what that was. That was an animated series that they okay. were going to do uh, with the blonde Arthur right. Curry. Okay. Uh, Ellen's Next Great Designer. Can't say I would be upset at an Ellen DeGeneres show being canceled. 
Yeah, she's uh, canceled everywhere now. Yeah, she is. Um, let's see. Um, the not so late show with Elmo, or the not too late show with Elmo. Yeah. The Runaway Bunny, Tig and Seek, Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Yeah, they, a lot. They canceled a lot of kids they, programming. They did, and they uh, went because... and canceled a lot of stuff from their Cartoon Network side. The uh, OKKO OK and a lot of those. So the, the OKKO OK is gone. Uncle Grandpa, Victor Valentina, Victor Uncle and Grandpa's Valentino. Gone. Uncle Grandpa's wow. gone. Dodo, Elliot from Earth, um, and their acquired titles. Um, Detention Adventure, The Ollie and Moon Show, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, right on the heels of a Pac-Man live-action movie coming. Hey, going to cancel the cartoon? Well, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, that's the one I think, the old one. It was pretty good. Yeah, if, it, uh, if it's I, the one from when I was younger. Yeah, their, their problem right now is they are trying to not pay residuals. Yeah, they well, they have so, three billion in debt. So, yeah, so the the <laughs> the hard part about this right now is, you know, if it was just on HBO, we wouldn't hear about it. But with right. streaming content, it's all there, and you just watch it. And now it's not right. So, you know, we're watching. You know, the corporate cuts that a lot of us, depending on where you work, over the years, um, have experienced and seen either firsthand or secondhand, where. Companies make layoffs and cuts and things like that. We're getting to watch that happen to our content now. Yeah, it's so they don't have to pay residuals to the creators and the the actors and the animators and all these people that do these things on these shows. Warner Brothers is so tight for cash right now that they've mm-hmm. decided to even cut paying those people after the fact. But is that like the bonus? Uh, look, I'm sure he got a billion-dollar bonus during this merger, if not more. So Young Justice is out, right? Not official. Okay. But not likely to be renewed. Um, Titans is is coming back, and then it's kind of on the fence after that, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is every year, though. Titan, okay. Titans and Doom Patrol, They there was another show that made uh, some money maybe for, for WB last night. Right. Uh, that ran a preview beforehand to some of the upcoming shows that they're going to be Releasing Titans and Doom Patrol is on that. I believe Harley Quinn and the spinoff are still safe. Harley Quinn is still safe. According to this, and this was five days ago, this says that Young Justice was reportedly canceled um, ahead of its season five on HBO Max. But this was five days ago, so it it, it could be not. Or It just... also takes them like two years to put out a season of Young Justice. Okay. At least. Uh, it, I, they, the animation style is... Yeah locked in and they've been doing it for 10 years so it's not like it's it's groundbreaking graphics they're doing each time uh, but it does take them a long time to do because they do full like 24 episode seasons Oof, wow and uh and in in, in multiple graphic novels worth that all tie back together it's a really well done show i've loved the two seasons they had between uh dc infinite or dc universe or whatever it was called and then uh hbo max but the other piece you were just talking about. Um, uh, what was the other thing you said? Harley right Quinn. Harley, yeah. Oh, so Harley, so Harley Quinn. Safe. Harley Quinn. This past week, though. Yeah. I know you're still not watching it. We'll get you there to, to watch Harley Quinn the right way. Mm-hmm. She was not in this last episode. It was all about the Joker. Oh. As a suburban dad, stepfather, actually. Um, and and what he had to do to to help his kids get into the right program at school. And beat out the evil PTA mom that was was beating them out. Mm-hmm. And the play between him 
and uh, Chris Maloney. It's Alan Tudyk is, is Joker on there, and Chris Maloney oh, okay. as Commissioner Gordon was fantastic. It was so much fun. You even got Christopher Maloney to say these crimes are especially heinous nature. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, it was great. That's there were so funny. many little, little one-liners and like callbacks in this episode. Um, the show continues to be great and a lot of fun. Um, are you in any way interested in the Wednesday Adam show? I'll watch it. So a I trailer like came out. Yeah, trailer came out, and there's a there's so it's really weird. There's a lot of people online because okay, people online suck for the most part. No. None of you that are watching this, you're all awesome or listening to this. But there are a lot of people that are really, really um, for lack of a better word, shitting on Luis Guzman for how he looks as um, Gomez. Because he doesn't look like Raul Julia. He's a little heavier. His his toupee is terrible. But but if you look at the cartoon version, the cartoon version of Gomez Adams wasn't a handsome gentleman either. The cartoon version was a big blubby face guy and definitely not handsome. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody would call uh, John Aston handsome. No, I'm thinking of Raul Julia. I know. I'm just saying, like right. the original Gomez. Oh no, would say he was a handsome guy. I don't have a problem with the looks of the cast at all. The the, the reason I bring it up is because when they when they showed the trailer, they basically showed everybody but Uncle Fester. Mm-hmm. There's no Uncle Fester in any anywhere in the trailer. And when the creators Miles Millar and Alfred Go Go Golf Golf Alfred. Goff, um, were asked about it, they basically just said, we have no comment on Uncle Fester. Watch the show. So people are speculating, is he in it? Is he not in it? Is it going to be some big name that pops out as Uncle, Uncle Fester? Fester? can be a little problematic. Um, maybe it's Christopher Lloyd. It could be Christopher Lloyd again. Maybe it's Although, Aunt Fester, and it's who Christina Ricci's well, playing. Well, that would be a different show now, wouldn't it? Speaking of... Uh, would it? Well, not yeah. really. Speaking of those two guys, um, before I go over to the, the House of Dragons stuff. Miller and uh, Goff? Yeah. They're the guys that did Smallville. Oh. And as you know, there's a podcast about Smallville on called Talkville. Have you gotten I've, through any of it? No, I can't listen to it. Right. So the first like couple episodes, Tom Welling's audio is terrible. I mean, it's like downright. They like they mentioned it. Like they, they actually have, have said something about it. And I'm, and I Ooh, think I they, would take DeVito Dylan. Sorry. Uh, Dylan just said, rumors say it could be Johnny Depp or Danny DeVito. I'd be okay with either of them, to be honest with you. Um, that would actually suck me right into watching the show. Um, but, but so they, they did, um, they're up to, uh, I think episode four or five. Yeah. Right they, they just had Kristen Krug on, right? They did, and then they did another one after that where they did the episode Hourglass, where they the the, the old lady, the conceit of future, yeah, and like th- they're poking fun at some of the stuff that happens. Like they're totally poking fun at at like you know the old man. Why does she leave the old? Well, uh, the, in that one episode where the where the body falls out of the armoire in the in the building, yeah. in the in the shop. And they're both like, damn, who's that? And it's like they were making fun of that, like the whole show. And like they're they realize that some of the stuff just doesn't stick the landing and and like leaving an old man out by a pond. And then, you know, 
the old man falls into the river and and Lana's just like, oh, well, let's go find him. And like she's okay and not traumatized by it. Like they laugh at that. Um, later on in the episode, near the end, when Lex is standing amongst the skeletons, um, I never noticed this, but there's a ton of DC Easter eggs in there. Uh, you can in which see one? In, so it's called Hourglass. That's the episode where uh, the old lady can see the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She touches them. So when she touches Lex, Lex sees himself in the white suit as president with the blood pouring down on him. Right. Standing over all the rubble, all the skeletons. In those skeletons are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Green Lantern. Oh. They they dress the skeletons just, and I never noticed that. And that was that episode is what twenty years ago, I think, something like yeah. that. So that's interesting. That's um, fun. yeah, I mean, it was it's it it gets better if you can if you like skip ahead an just episode. Tell me or when two. his voice is fixed, and I his voice is it. fine. The last two episodes, it's much okay. better. Right, they I'll, figured out I'll whatever they're back in for my next yeah. drive. He's he's at home in a blue room, like just like he's got a poster of himself behind him. He's like, it was the only poster he had to like, he's there there. I guess they're going to decorate like um, Rosenbaum's sitting in this awesome looking room. Like every time I see that, yeah, room, that's I'm, where he does his podcast. Now. Oh, it's so awesome. Um, but anyway, um, we can talk about the dragon show. Okay. Um, wait, which one do I want to do? Nope, that's not it. Little House of the Dragon. Well done. Okay. Um, see, now I would go to Steel City Con to see Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum in December. That actually is something I might have to look into. Assuming they stay because they bailed. They have bailed on the last couple locally. In Philly. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you. Um, no, no, House no. Of Dragon you're, spoilers. You're, you've, read, you've read the source material, Frank. I think you are you know truly how, the expert. Do you know how long ago it was that I read the source material? To give your material? opinion on how you think they're doing with the... Uh, I... I'm giving it a six, six to seven out of 10 for this first episode. Okay. Um, I, I liked it more than I thought I would like it. I, I really enjoy the, the political intrigue and the drama of the show more than I enjoy the dragons running around flame and everything, which didn't happen in this episode. But um, I enjoy that political stuff. Um, I did also enjoy the fact that their jousting chain, their jousting grounds looked like a big giant vagina when they zoomed in on it. Priorities. Yeah. Um, it's not the same show. If you're, if you're on the fence about the show because you were hurt and, and, and need to talk to someone about season eight came of Thrones. Like I was, I felt, I felt like they physically wounded me. Um, this is a different show. It's it's different. King's Landing looks different. There's a, there's a lot of little there's a lot of differences because you figure it's 172 years before the show that we know. So there's a lot of history to play with. Yeah. Th- so so they made some, they made some 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 st- some weird choices, right? Where they did. 
I didn't. I I knew we were in King's Landing, and then I was confused at one point. So I didn't think we were still in King's Landing when the Kingsguard was going and slaughtering people in the streets. I was very confused by the, some of the paths they took, storytelling-wise. Um, and then explained after the fact. Right. But it felt like... It felt like we were coming into the middle of the story. At points. It, it, we do... So, they definitely, definitely... Um, put them in the middle of something. This, this is now this is 172 years before the Mad King, which is when the Baratheons were Daenerys. It's a, well, I'm, I'm looking at something now. So it's it's about 172 years before the Mad King's death. Yeah, it's um, 178 years before Daenerys was 170. Right, right, right. So yep, that was what it said at the beginning. Right. So it's um, yeah, the and Martin's involved in it heavily at this point. And it sounds like from what the, from what the creators of this show have said is they have an actual definite ending in place. Not like the last show. They know where they're going. They know what they're going to do. Well, we look, we, we know where it ends. It ends. It, it came of thrones. Well, um, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> if they go that far, I, look, um, I don't think it makes it past season two. I don't know yet. I, I will say that Matt Smith is phenomenal as a villain. Really, really acting wise. But see, you you've seen him as the as as the doctor. Like you Yeah, he's him. tough to buy. Right. He's, I don't have it's that. It's really hard for me to buy in for him in this character. I yeah. I don't I don't have to worry about that because I never saw him as that. So I can see him from a, a fresh set of eyes. I, I yeah, I, I feel like this, this felt like it came in on like season three of a show. Right. It, I think it, it was the thing which, like it, which, which is fine for storytelling, right? Like let's jump right in. It just feels odd for being a prequel and then not, and still not starting the story. You know what I mean? Like, yes. That that feels I, I don't know why you wouldn't do the show and have it be like in Valeria. Well or in why they how they left Valeria. Like that that's that's fascinating to me. This is we'll see. I don't know if I'm interested in this story yet. I I'm not a thousand percent interested in the story. However it is more interesting. Yeah. I mean they yeah the the pilot was interesting, like Dylan said. Um, they definitely talked shit on the Baratheons again. Um, the 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 thing that I thought was a little little much of a stretch was near the end where they're standing in front of the big dragon head, and he tells the story basically about what's going to happen, and he's got the he's got the dagger, he's got the dagger strapped to his side. Yeah. So he's telling. Let me tell you about Game of Thrones. Let me tell you what's going to happen in Game of Thrones. <laughs> let me tell you what just happened that hasn't happened yet. And that was a little, little bit of a. Uh... And we're gonna we're gonna tell you about the Song of Ice and Fire. I was like, oh my god. Okay. Right. I mean, it's it, they're definitely they're definitely going right on the nose with stuff. Um, I'm not excited about the time jump that we're going to get, because <sighs> I actually by the end I was bought in. On the actress playing uh, Rhaenerys. Is it Rhaenerys? Right. Yeah, I, there's two with similar name. So 
Um, I, I, I thought she was great, and I'm not excited that we're going to switch actresses, like, I think, like, in a week. Do they? Um, can you, uh... Yeah, I got that. Um, thank you. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm not excited about them doing that. I'm just gonna snip that real fast. Yeah, yeah, you're good. So Um, I, I I don't, I don't like losing, uh, that actress. No, because I I like her. Yeah, this, the story was interesting. I, I don't, you know, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if it's going to hold me long term. Um, it moved faster than the beginning of Game of Thrones, which I Definitely. appreciate in general. Definitely. Um, there was a couple stretches where I'm like, okay, yeah, got it. You're doing this. It was a lot. It was very. There was nothing innovative about the storytelling. Um, what I think my biggest issue that I continue to have with it, and I watched a little bit of the inside the show afterwards. Um, okay. And the issue that I had with it is the issue that I, I, I've had every time I've heard the creators talk about it um, was, you know, we wanted to show the brutality of men against women and the patriarchy, how it happened at the time. I'm like, but it's a fantasy world. So they're they're they keep trying to justify choices that they make, which I don't know that they need to. Or it's the, yeah. the right way to go story-wise half the time with some of the brutality they're showing. Um, yeah. Where they keep trying to make it about, look, this is a man's world and we want to demonstrate that. And we need to show it on film, drive home the point, And that's how it was during this time in the world of Westeros. Right. I what did you what did you think about the the childbirth thing? Did you did you have any issues with how that was how they handled that and what what they did there? Uh, I didn't during the show until I listened to that thing afterwards. And they literally said, we wanted to show what men did to women (sighs) as a, like, I was like, no, like that's, that's not what you did. You didn't need to to frame it that way for me. And like, then ruin that scene that I got what they were doing with that scene. Like it made sense. Um, you know, I, I don't like how we set up that the dude's going to get, um, what tetanus i guess from the iron throne like come on yeah that was kind of <laughs> weird and then he keeps cutting himself on the iron throne i like that the throne's bigger and more uh profound yeah so i guess is it going to get melted and rebuilt is that their plan i i don't know i don't know how that works I, I I guess it depends on how how far we go into the future with this. Like, how do you times? Do you have is your is your ending the beginning of of this one? Do you like obviously because we watched the original series, we're used to the Starks, the Baratheons, and the Lannisters, and you're not getting that here. You get one you Stark. Starks. You get one Stark Just right now. Part. You get you get a Baratheon who, as as uh, Dylan brought up, that they're kind of talking shit on. Um, you, I mean, way to cast the Baratheons so that he looks like the Baratheons in Game of Thrones, though. <laughs> Even though I think that's the captain, isn't it? The crazy captain. I it looked like it, <laughs> it, it did, but I don't know. It's it's and in HBO Max went out last night, apparently, and, and lots and lots and lots of people didn't get to see it. Uh, last oh. night, um, I, I didn't did have a problem, have problem with it. No, I didn't have a problem. I, I, 
I decided not to subscribe to HBO Max, but I'm not watching it illegally. So there's it had ten plus million viewers. Yeah, uh, between the two services, HBO and HBO Max, and made it the highest debut, most watched debut on HBO of all time. (sighs) They're definitely not going to break that. Will you shut up? Not you, the dog. Um, no, look, maybe with um, backer. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Ooh. Oof. Oof. Well, to be fair to everything else that's released on there, they don't release everything else at 9 o'clock on Sunday night. They haven't done that for that's any true. HBO Max releases that's that true. I know of No, since the streaming service launched. Everything launched was like Thursday at noon. No. Right? So they can't really say this was the most watched debut because it's the first thing in two years they've debuted simulcast on HBO Max and HBO. Right. Uh, you know what? If it makes David Zaslav happy, that's all that counts, right? Yeah, no. I, anything <laughs> that makes him, him miserable is really what I'm, I'm hoping for in life at this point. I, I feel the same way. Um, since we're in the HBO world, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, pop a quick DC thing in. Oh god! And then we can go to Star. I got a couple quick Star Wars things, and then over to the She-Hulk stuff. Um, I sent you a text before that uh, Jordan Elsis, the 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 young man that plays Jonathan Kent, uh, is being recast, and he finally broke his um, silence on why. And basically, it's a mental health issue for him. He, he put out a quote on it. He put an Instagram video out and um, he said, it's been a tough few weeks, as you might imagine, with everything going on with the show. It's sad. It's a real shame. I know that I was pumped for season three for sure. But what are you going to do? Anyway, mental health is definitely 100 percent priority. It's pinnacle. It's got to take precedence. And mine has been the last couple of years. It's been rough. I need some time to myself. I'm still debating whether I'm even going to act for a while. I may go in a different direction. I know that's definitely going to be disappointing to some people. So, and that's sad to see. I, I mean, I really, I liked him and I, and I really hope he gets his, his head right. It seems to be a real common thing that's happening in Hollywood as of late. It is. I think the pandemic and not working. Yeah. And, and a lot of these people that, you know, you know, you, you see a lot of a lot of things going on with these young actors now. Acting doesn't pay what it used to. No. First. No. Um, and it's not the glamorous lifestyle that it used to be because most of these kids are like in Canada all the time now. Yeah. Or in Georgia. They're not in L.A. all the time. And then to move to L.A., if if you look at the um, Sydney Sweeten uh, from White Lotus and um, mm-hmm. Euphoria. She she recently had an article come out where she's like, the only reason I do all these endorsements on Instagram and, and promote all these products, it's like, is because I can't afford my rent as on my actress wages. Yeah, yeah. She's up for two Emmys, and she can't afford her rent. That's totally disgusting. And 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 I'm gonna punch to the thing that Dom said in a minute. Up. Um, um, I but- did hear one other thing about about the that actor though, which yeah, they may be working around with this storyline. Oh, um, is that he also had an exemption from being vaccinated ah, used last okay. year because Canada did not require you. Right. As as you did all your quarantines. There was still a time. But since last season, they have mm-hmm. put in a requirement where to come to Canada and work, 
you are required to be vaccinated. Same way he's like it, Rafael Nadal was not allowed to play tennis in Canada. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's like that for sports because there's a lot of sports. So that that's period. Yeah. If you come to work right. in Canada, you must be vaccinated. So I think it'll be interesting to see any other shows and what actors mm-hmm. and actresses we do not get in this next season for reasons like that. Right. And, and, as, and as Dom pointed out, Tom Holland also came out last week and said he was stepping away from social media um, basically for the same reasons for his own mental health. Yeah. Look, it's, it's toxic for these young guys. And look, you know how much imagine, you know how much we all look at um, our phones and social media. Imagine if you had 10,000 people an hour yelling at you. Yeah. On that. Yeah. I I don't know if I'd be able to not comment back and troll them all. Yeah, I like, if you follow Kevin Smith. He does every once in a while. He does. He'll, he does. he'll randomly dig in on somebody. I've noticed, and and real fast, what Dom said is uh, a streamer secret for everyone. For those of you not watching and listening, um, these streams like HBO and Disney Plus usually drop about five minutes before the actual time. So if you tune in a couple minutes early, about five minutes or so early, your stuff won't crash. Um, I have noticed that if you clap back at someone or um, not clap back. Let me rephrase that. If you reply back to a famous person on Twitter within the first five or 10 minutes of them tweeting something, they're most likely still looking at the, at the app and will actually reply to you or like your comment past that. It gets, it gets a little more sketchy and they don't, which again, they don't have to. Yeah. David Boreanaz replied to my wife once about something. That's phenomenal. Um, well, I, yeah, so, so you know, uh, Ange, Ange, is, Ange got into a, into, a, into a Twitter fight with Smash Mouth Guy. With the former singer of Smash Mouth, yes. First we call him Smash Mouth Guy. If I you, think she, she wrecked his world so bad on Twitter, think, he quit the band. I think um, so. If you, look, if you look the hashtag Smash Mouth Guy up on Twitter, you'll definitely see her and I uh, replying uh, back and forth. Um, uh, that's great. Yeah. So, Dom, other, other thing with that, and I think this ties back into that piece for HBO, like they can claim biggest streaming debut, this, that, and the other thing, right? But again, like Disney Plus, it's three a.m. when they drop their episodes. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not watching that. If it was nine p.m., which they've done a few times, yeah, um, but they don't announce it in advance. It just kind of happens. You know, no. when you have weeks of build up, like, hey, this is going to come out at nine o'clock on Sunday. Great. Um, I, I think we start to see that more in the future uh you know with that because that's a great story to drive subscriptions absolutely uh and instead of making it like hey you're gonna have to avoid spoilers all day friday for the show that dropped last night until you have time to watch it unless you wake up early to watch it thursday morning or friday morning right as happens to us all the time with the marvel shows Yep. It's like, all right, well, I can't look at my phone until I watch the show. I was, I, it gets like that when the movies come out too. Yeah. Like I, we, you, you almost have to go see a movie. Well, for what we do, if you don't want it spoiled, we almost have to go see it Thursday. It, yeah, but it, they start the, they, they've st- started dropping the, uh, the gag orders on Mondays now. Yeah. When the, sh- when the movies come out, it's bad. It is. It really is. Um, Star Wars, a couple of really fast, quick things as the Mandalorian season four starting to creep up on us uh, next year. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are we, no. are we already at season four of that show? Is it three? No. We're three. three. Sorry. Jeez. Sorry. Season four <laughs> um, is filming? That, okay, sure. 
in an you interview want to spoil with every every guest star in that already. <laughs> in an interview in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Favreau and Filoni discussed who they uh, who their dream guest star is. Can you guess who their dream guest star is? I can. Did you read it? I did. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's George Lucas. It's George Lucas. So there's that. Um, they also have released um, a uh, a Star Wars Rebel episodes guide to watch before season three comes out. So these are the the specific episodes you want to watch that are going to help you understand season three, which I think is a little bit of a spoiler. Maybe a little bit of a spoiler if you're saying what episodes to watch. Well, no, because we know that Bo-Katan. Oh, it's not just Rebels. I'm sorry. This is all of this is the Clone Wars and Rebels together. Yeah, which Bo-Katan was in all those, and we know it's going to focus on Bo-Katan this season. So it's it's the Mandalore plot, uh, Clone Wars Season 2, Episodes 12 and f- yeah. twelve to 14, uh, Corruption in the Academy, Season 3, Episodes 5 and 6, A Friend in Need, Clone Wars Season 4, Episode 14, okay. um, and then Season 5, Episodes 14 to 16, that's got Darth Maul, The Shadow Conspiracy, uh, the siege of the Mandalore. Fall of Mandalore and how and that, the dark saber came into the possession of the Mandalorians. Yep. Then there's the siege of Mandalore, uh, season yep. seven, episodes nine to twelve. Yep. And then we go to Rebels, season three, episodes fifteen and sixteen, Trials of the Dark Saber and Legacy yeah. of Mandalore. And then back to the other. The, it's basically all the Mandalore stuff. The last yeah, one is House look, of that, that makes of total sense, right? We know that they're going to visit how Mandalore fell, and I'm cool with that. And how we got there. So it and and honestly, there is a lot of story um, that it can be told there that then you don't have to revisit because it's a lot of story. Yeah, uh, it, the, they went deep in the Mandalorian lore on, on Rebels and Clone Wars, and really set a lot of it up. And and I, I've been wondering the whole time we've had the Mandalorian, like what what happened? How did that? How did we get to where we were in the Mandalorian from? the Mandalore we saw on those shows. And do we get Gar Saxon? Are we going to get like an older Gar Saxon played by Jon Favreau? I would like that. He did the voice on the show. I would like that. We won't. doesn't look yeah. anything like it. We'd have to get, um, who's, uh, who's, um, um, our guy from, uh, flash this season. You didn't watch Tom uh, uh, Damien dark. Who's uh, what's his name? Mm. Yeah, I know who you mean. Was he in it? No, but that he, he oh. would be Gar Saxon. He has oh, the look to okay. be Gar Saxon. It was, um, it was, it was, it was, it was Neil McDonough. Yes. McDonough, McDonough, whatever. McDonough. McDonough. I can't wait. I, I would love to see him in that, but, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and know, as... we'll, we'll see where they're going. I'm, I'm excited for, for the next season. Um, hopefully, uh, Filoni and Favreau have worked out how to move a story along without flashback, <laughs> flashing back to the last episode too much. And, and Dom's right. The Facebook page that I'm in and in, in with him, he literally he's up first watch watches it before anyone else and gets a quick post in without any spoilers. Without Dom, a, a young man. Um, <laughs> before before we go over to the She-Hulk thing, um, news that excited Dom very very much, and it's definitely going to help Dom push uh, Spider-Man No Way Home back past Avatar 
is they're re-releasing it in theaters with 11 more minutes of unseen footage. But you're assuming that Top Gun Maverick's not going to take them all out. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick isn't losing steam at all. Just took out Infinity War. It did, but domestically. I know. Um, I, I messaged Dom when he, when he said that, and I was like, he said 11 more minutes, and he was excited. And I said, does that mean you're going to see it 11 more times? And he, he put 11 only? Ha ha. So, yeah. <laughs> Dom's I, doing I hero's work there. It's, it's, I mean, so what is it? Four hours and 17 minutes now? Is that probably. Yeah. Whatever. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But just when, look, the 11 extra minutes will probably be on YouTube like three or four days later. I'm good. I'll watch there. That's fine. Um, now unless the, the unless Star Fox shows up, I'm good. <laughs> I want to see I want to see or Paul Wanda. Giamatti. I want to see Paul Giamatti show up as Rhino. Uh, look, I would take that. I would take the the cl- clarity of some of the people in the clouds. Yeah, he was the only one I actually physically saw. A little more Tom Hardy, even. Yeah, I would take that. Um. Okay, so She Hulk. Heard Seven, of it. 753. Um, uh, we're, we I don't even see the time. I don't have the time on the thing that it's time. Dom, yeah. I bet Top Gun is still in every theater in the Midwest. <laughs> it's definitely in the South. <laughs> um, she hoped that extended cut would be awesome. I would love a little Mysterio. Are we, are we holding oh, off on your, uh, your D23? Yeah. Oh, I you got. Shit, I totally forgot about that. Your maybe spoilers that you sent me earlier, and then we'll I did. I did totally them. forget about that. Um, let me uh, let me pull that up from you. So allegedly, and that's allegedly, like, allegedly, and I got this allegedly. from from Dom in the Facebook group that I really should invite you to. You'll have fun in there. <laughs> um, allegedly at D twenty three. Uh, Marvel Studios allegedly will announce the cast and director of Fantastic Four. That's a hell of a spoiler to hold off on. Is nobody in that cast really? I'd, yeah. I bet it's all unknowns. Uh, that's okay. Uh, the cast of the Thunderbolts. That's uh, no. Okay. The Wonder Man series. Um. So uh, I wanted to. What are they going to say about the Wonder Man series? Like, make it official. Or do or like, like a, do a blade, tell us that we're getting <laughs> tell us that we're getting Nathan Fillion and he's going to be in his seventies when we get the show. Right. Um, the project dedicated to Nova. Um, um, that's the fine. Hot. So Nova's. I mean, look, we got we got the introduction of the the Nova Corps. Right. Right. Nova as an individual character, Richard Ryder's character. Mm-hmm. Um, skews very close to what they did with Captain Marvel, though, and how they kind of rewrote her story. Right. Like, he becomes Richard Ryder, uh, and we know the Nova Corps is wiped out by Thanos. Right. Right? So, um, Richard Ryder <laughs> is a, just a human kid, like a teenager, who becomes the embodiment of the Nova Force. Ooh, but fun. they didn't give us the Nova Force because on in the movie... Right. They all just flew around in little rocket ships. Gotcha. So there wasn't a Nova Force. So I don't know how they're going to play that Nova thing um, without reworking the whole thing and then make, make us care about Richard Ryder. Is he, he was an interesting character the way they played him. He became popular in the 70s when uh, Jim Starlin was doing all this stuff and you got a lot of cosmic 
you know, the original Captain Marvel and Thanos and the original Guardians, Star Fox, all those things going. And then we played into, uh, he became popular then, then he kind of went away. They reintroduced him as a member of the New Warriors in the mid 80s. Uh, with like Namorita and Marvel Boy, Firestar was in that. Uh, right. Night Crasher, Speedball. Um, and they brought him back then and kind of redid the character. He was popular enough in that. They relaunched his own series. And you got more Nova Corps. And they're like the Green Lantern core of the Marvel Universe is how they're kind of put in. Where there's they all have sectors that they watch and things like that. Right. So I, we'll see. I, I think that would work better in animation, honestly. Um, than in we'll live see. action. We'll but see. they don't have a, anything cosmic on their slate. No, so After we got the Guardians. Halloween. We got the Halloween special. Okay, we have uh, hashtag Shang Chi two. Mm, yeah, I don't know who's going to direct it. Ooh, did you hear that? That's a nice crackle of thunder. Uh, we have Deadpool three and Armor Wars. We don't have anything on Eternals, so I still really want to know what the hell that head's doing out in the Indian Ocean. So please, someone get on that and tell me what the hell's going on with that. <laughs> Because I need to know that. I need uh, it now. I don't... So, here's the thing with Shang-Chi 2. Uh, I think we get a director for Secret Wars. Okay. Um, because they, they announced the director for Kang Dynasty, not for Secret Wars, but the director of Kang Dynasty is the director of Shang-Chi. Okay. So, you're not going to let the guy from Shang-Chi direct Shang-Chi 2? I don't know what they're doing. Really, I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, I will say that, uh, that the uh, hold on, where was I? Shang Chi, Kang Dynasty. I read Shang Kang Chi Dynasty. Chi. I read the I read the comic series of Kang Dynasty. So Captain Marvel will probably be a major player in that. Okay. The comics is Miss Marvel or Ward uh, Warbird, as she was known at that time. There's a right. huge part in it. Okay. Uh, based around Kang's kid. Um, however, Wonder Man also. And Wanda have a big part in it. Because in the comics, Vision's brain was actually based on Wonder Man. Gotcha. So when Wanda fell in love with Vision, it was really because Wonder Man loved her. I why see. Vision loved her and they ended up together. Because it was based on those brain patterns of Simon Williams. Gotcha. So uh, we'll see it, it, how they and who they pull in as Wonder Man and how they how they do it. It's it's a very weird power set and it takes the some setup. I mean, he was in the Avengers in the comics. I think he was Avengers number like 16. He was introduced like old school Avengers character. Right. I've heard of the character. I know the character only from the uh tap the video game that I played on the uh on my iPad that Speaking went away. Midnight Suns soon so soon. Um before we go into She-Hulk and we're going to go over a couple minutes with this there is a large, 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 large rumor out there that Henry Cavill is playing Hyperion. Coming soon. Uh, then we need a Squadron Supreme movie, which they're not—they're not, they're not going to pull off Squadron Supreme in the movies. I—I if you're going to bring him in, bring him in and just give him a substantial role that he can run with for a while. Yeah, which—that's not Hyperion. Hyperion no. is a bad guy, but you don't have a good guy. No. In your stories right and now, then I capable also, of going up against him. Then I also saw another rumor about him and Superman 2. Superman 2 or whatever. But anyway. Um, yeah, I, the Hyperion I character was... Real quick on that. So Hyperion yeah. was was Marvel's... Uh, I forget who came back and wrote it. 
Um, but Marvel did a series called The Squadron Supreme in the mid-80s. That was essentially the Justice League. Love it. It was basically the Justice League. There was gotcha. Nighthawk, who was basically Batman, Hyperion, who was Superman, Doctor Spectrum, who was Green Lantern, like the Wizard, who was Flash. Like literally, they just ripped off every member of the Justice League and put them in this other character piece, right? Um, right. And it was this limited edition twelve issue series. Wham, bam, awesome run out. Um, and then they decided, oh, we have these characters we stopped using. Let's bring him back. So now you got Hyperion again. But without, there's no way they're doing a Squadron Supreme movie. No way. I... The copyright issues they would fall into in the lawsuits <laughs> can't make it worth it. I guess we'll see. Uh, I, I don't think you're going to see. I, I don't want to see him come in as a cameo as that. Like Kind of like you wasted no. John Krasinski as, as Mr. Well, Fantastic. That, like I said, it's Marvel's Superman. Yeah. Basically, I mean that's probably why the rumors out there. But um, no, literally, but, he has the same origin story as Superman. Oh, well, that would be neat. Like all of these characters in Squadron, fu- super fun series. Like I said, I have it over there. Um, I get you. But it's literally they all have the same origins as the character, and at the end, they all get. It's a great series, awesome series. Recommended if you if you haven't read it, Comicsology or Marvel Unlimited, one of those. Okay. Um. All right. Be Finally, She-Hulk spoilers. We're finally getting there. Uh, I- I'll go to you first. What did you think of She-Hulk? Uh, it was fun. It wasn't, like, awesome, but it was fun. Okay. I, uh, I am a big, as I've said it before, I'm a huge Tatiana Maslany fan. Yep. Um, and I think she was great. Okay. Um. You know, some of the stuff was like, oh, this is how they're going to go with that. Like, all right, so she has a little cut. He has a little cut. Oh, my God, her blood mangled. Now you're a Hulk. That was weird. But that's not just the only reason she's a Hulk. She's got a mutation. But word's coming up so much now. Well, no. Well, yeah, but that's that's from the comics, too. We're just they're they're her and Bruce both. But are they making her a mutant? No. And if they make her a mutant, does that make Hulk a mutant? Because that would completely change the Hulk's backstory, right? Yeah, but it's it's the gamma radiation is what it's just. There's okay. a mutation in their blood, but it's not because they're mutant. It's okay. just some people don't get the flu. Like fair see. enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I know somebody that never got the flu. Yeah, so they, uh, you know that that was it was a blood transfusion in the comics. I don't know why they couldn't do the blood transfusion still. <sighs> well, that would have that would have made more sense. They made um, it. They made it more exciting by having the ship from Sak- from Sakar there, right? Yeah, which I, I can't wait to see what what where when they pop back up. I, I mean, there's cameos galore from what we heard, right? Yes. Uh, I I thought it was just silly enough. I think it's a tough entry point to the character for people that aren't diehard Marvel fans. Because like my wife was like, I don't get it. This is dumb. Okay. Because if you're not like, all right, whatever Marvel's selling, I'm in. Let me go. This is this is a hard pitch if you're not like a diehard like oh look, right. I that inside joke and this inside joke right oh they're all so great it's, I enjoyed it because I got all the inside jokes if I say casual watcher eh. that's the same that's the same thing I said so as far as where this falls in the timeline because Phase Four had us jumping all over the place and yeah. I now have I have the the definitive Phase Four chronological viewing order this show technically in the MCU 
is set eight months after Endgame. Okay? That seems early. It does. But here is the chronological viewing order, including She-Hulk, before I get to other She-Hulk stuff. You have WandaVision, then the Eternals, then Shang-Chi, then Falcon and Winter Soldier, then She-Hulk, then Moon Knight, Thor, Spider-Man No Way Home, Hawkeye, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Disappointment, and then Miss Marvel. That's the that's the way it should have come out, and that's the chronological order of watching them for it all to make sense. I don't know that I buy that, but okay. I, that's just what they're. That's just what the MCU is saying. That's what. Well, that's what. That's who said that. The M. That's that's from Marvel. Like that's their. Really. That's their chronological viewing order. Okay. I mean, it, who gives a shit where Moon Knight falls? Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I don't care where Doctor Strange falls. I, I wish it would just fall Moon away. Too. Yay. <laughs> um, that makes zero sense that Doctor Strange is that late. Right. Because of the way they told the story, it seemed like it was like fairly quick after everybody came back that that happened. Right. Now, let me ask you a couple questions. So what that did... means, hold on, Wanda to then. Wanda was living on that farm and nobody gave a shit. For like a year, I guess, <laughs> or two years. Yeah, okay. Anyway, what, it's fine. What did you think of how they healed Hulk's arm after going through the whole thing of this is how it is, this is permanent, it can never be fixed? Uh, no, I'm fine with it. Okay. I really didn't have a problem with it either. I um, thought the whole Hulk's arm never being fixed thing was was dumb anyway. Uh, yeah. Um. So the the comic writer Dan Slott who was the one person that wrote the most She-Hulk comics, uh, saw the first four episodes, and he said it's outstanding. So I guess okay. that's that's pretty high praise from, from the guy that actually, you know, drove the character in the comics for a long time. Well, th- I think he did the la- latest run. The run of, like, yeah. 2010. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's it's it's... I think it'll be fun. I, I I think the style of storytelling they're going to do, there wasn't a great entry point no. at all to do no. like, all of a sudden we're going to break the fourth wall, but we're not like Deadpool. Right. You know, um, and, and Dom, yeah. So I, you know, because um, I know our guys on, on Facebook can't see. So, you know, the Captain America, Star-Lord's grandpa, I saw that online too. A couple of people post that. Um, you know, be. and that, that was fine. I never really cared, but I get that that's like, they're, they're trying to make it, uh, give us another perspective on the Marvel universe that we don't usually get of like a fan that hasn't been in it the whole time. Right. You know, that, so I, if, if this falls, then when does Scott Lang's book come out is what I want to know. I would like to know that too. Um, because here, is this after Scott Lang's book came out or before? Here's a couple of here's a couple of things to 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 get us to get us to the thing to get us to the end. Um, Kevin Feige was the one to clarify is Steve Rogers a virgin comment for one. Yeah, like they went they went to him and he was the one he he loved the fact that it was a joke and he's the one that made the answer. Um, Chris Evans on Twitter was great replying to it. I saw it. It was it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the team that they the, the the writers that the one thing that they had zero control over 
was Daredevil's suit. Um, Marvel, Kevin Feige, they knew what they wanted Daredevil to look like. They said, this is what he looks like. That's it. So I feel like this is going to be a soft reboot of Daredevil as we go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick, the the um, the uh, the little the little Easter eggs that they that they threw out there because there's a ton of Easter eggs in this episode. Um, oh yeah, I think every episode is going to be yeah chock full. That's why I said that's why it's such a hard entry point because it's like so many like you know the the him and Tony building the bar thing. Yep. Interesting, you know, and, and that's fun. You get the you get the Shang Chi post credit thing explained of why he's Banner and not Smart Hulk because of the thing he had on his arm, which right. was weird. Um, the Sakaar and spaceship, right? Um, the Gamma Lab, uh, the Iron Man shrine in the house, the Iron Man yeah. helmet, the Tony and Bruce, um, uh, ba 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 Smart Hulk is the official name of the Hulk in the MCU as he made jokes about how you don't get to pick your name. Yeah, I some of the jokes they they ran and they they kept running at him. Yeah. They did. Um the and and obviously the Captain America Easter egg at the end with the you know with with Marvel continuing to tease that they're going to say the the f-word and and cutting them off. Right at the U. Yeah, basically. they're 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 going to give that to Deadpool. I'm sure. I I think so. Uh, yeah. L- I I I. There was a fun. lot. There was a lot more um language. There was a lot more colorful language in this episode than I've seen in other Marvel shows too. Yeah, and I it's it's this isn't a kid show. Nope. You know, following up Miss Marvel, which was definitely a kid show. This is definitely, and it it sets the precedent early based on their conversations. This isn't a show for your kids. This nope. one. Uh, which is what we're going to start seeing more of. I don't think Echo is going to be a show that's appropriate for kids. I don't think so either. And I think Kingpin's looking good now for for now too. And Daredevil definitely not going to be. You know. No, no. Um, that's all I got this this week. I got this week. I have me personally. the The newest season of Destiny comes out tomorrow. Ah, uh, crap. Um, that's my You're not watching anything this weekend. No, I am. Well, here's why I said this weekend. So I got the Destiny thing tomorrow, and uh, our old friend Jimmy Wooten's in town for the week. So, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. We're going, to, we're going to the Phillies game Thursday, Hall of Fame level seats, baby. Nice. Um, and he's out of here on Friday, so I do have Saturday and Sunday. To, to play Destiny again. Got it. Play Destiny and <laughs> watch. I can't play Destiny all the time. They basically they, they only let you play up to a certain point before they stop you, and you have to wait a week. Got it. So, so for now – for now, it's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood all the way back to Ezio. Good times. Look, I like to redo old stuff. That's pretty obvious at this point. Yeah, look, I got to watch uh, I gotta watch the Only Murders in the Building finale, another episode there of Harley go. Quinn. Uh, I'm trying to get through season three of Barry still. Tell you what, Wednesday, I'll try and watch Day, of the, uh, Day Hunters. How's that? Day Shift? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, good. <laughs> about time. Day Hunters. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then, you know, we'll have some more She-Hulk news, some more Day of the Dragon or uh, House Day of the Dragon, Dragon next week. Uh, you know, if you're listening, make sure you drop us a five-star rating wherever you go. Tell a friend to download us so you can listen to us as you're uh, out and about. And uh, thanks, everybody, that tuned in video-wise. And yes. thanks for finding the Geek Spot with us. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye!